0: Everybody, and welcome to What's up with that bro? It's the podcast where we are watching the TV show Lost in reverse order from the last episode to the first episode or as we'd like to say here we have to go back words with one of our hosts Chad Wago and he's never seen Lost before. Yep. Thanks David. Yeah.
1: <laughs> AJ. Hey everybody, I'm AJ, I'm another one of your guests. Oh guests, Jesus Christ. I'm not one of your hosts. Yeah,
0: you're a special guest this week, yeah. not a host, so yeah. you don't a special have host guest to be. Oh man, I'm <laughs> I'm
1: I'm gonna be I'm gonna be killing the guest role this week. This yeah. week we're actually considering Lost Season 2, Episode 14, entitled One of Them. Led by Rousseau to a Mysterious Captive in the jungle, Saeed becomes determined to find out whether the man is one of the others. That's our essential synopsis. I mean, let's jump right into this one, Holy fuck. how are we feeling about this episode?
2: Um, it was it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I believe that I called it.
1: That it, this was a Saeed yeah. episode. Yeah, I it think was going right.
2: to be a Saeed episode and we're going to see how uh, Henry got it, the shit
0: kicked out of him by Saeed. Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. Perfect.
0: So, yeah. So you get full points for that one.
1: Yeah. yeah. We're we're winding down. Like eventually yeah. you're going to be able to see everything coming from a mile away. <laughs> oh, man. I
2: can't, I can't wait until we're on episode two <laughs> and then you guys ask, okay, what's going to happen <laughs> the, the <laughs> next episode? And I'm like,
1: yeah. I know this. I know this one. <laughs> it opens with an eye. Mm-hmm. Oh. Alright, this episode was actually directed by Steven Williams. I'm
0: not too familiar with this guy as a director on Loss or yeah. some of his other works. I know him as The Paint Purveyor.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that Sherman
0: Williams? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> he changed his name and went into uh, film production <laughs> and directing. And now the I... only
2: uh, Steve Williams I know is uh, uh, Dr. Death Steve Williams. Big time uh, Japanese wrestler in, no. in America, too i believe he's a oklahoma university alumni maybe hmm. or okay. maybe he's just friends with jim ross who is i don't know
1: nice if he if that wrestler retired and went into a fi- uh, like
0: into a film directing or a tv show directing career yeah. that would be amazing <laughs> i would love that well, that's but- why the fight scenes in this episode were so well choreographed <laughs> it's because of because of it Stephen williams yeah, yeah it's a wrestler. guy
2: who's uh been doing uh choreographed fighting for years yeah, yeah.
1: let's Also,
2: uh, Steve Williams, I believe, is Stone Cold Steve Austin's real name.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Did you know that, Dave? No, but it makes sense. That's why he had to change his name from Steve Williams, because there was already a Steve Williams wrestling. Yeah, because there was
1: Dr. Death. Ah, okay. Okay, okay. Nice. Well, Steve Williams, the director of this episode, I find like he's doing some interesting stuff with the episode. I I was able to, to get into Saeed's story, but... This episode is a torture episode we get with Saeed, and the camera stays really close on seed through a lot of the scenes that we get like there's a lot of like there's a lot of really close up shots in it and we can see it happening in the hatch It so, seems like they that's like a technique that the director might have been using to to draw you in to give you a more tense feel where it's not this just wide open shots that they were taking um in this episode it's just like all this closed in stuff where it made you feel a little bit more Tense yeah now. yeah so i felt like that was pretty effective
2: yeah they're literally not giving you room to breathe
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you cannot take a breath and you can't look away this is some compelling stuff i mean i i it was an okay episode but i did for the stuff that worked really worked for me and that includes like uh saeed being in that room with uh
0: with a arrow shot ben i thought that was great i like that a lot yeah i think because we're watching it backwards and we know that he's not going to Kill Ben or disfigure him and break his fingers off or anything. Like I think that takes some of the stakes away. In watching the the interrogation scene.
2: Yeah, if we're watching it in regular order, you would be wondering: Is he going to kill? Yeah. Ben or Henry? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And is is Henry
1: one of the others or not? Is he a man that has come on a hot air balloon? Because uh, Michael Emerson plays that shit straight this episode. It wasn't too tongue-in-cheek, like, maybe I came on a balloon, maybe I didn't come on a balloon. And he wasn't...
2: He didn't even try and do any kind of manipulation up until after Saeed has that uh, emotional breakdown. And that's the first time that you see Henry doing the Ben thing. Right. Because as soon as Saeed shows any vulnerability, all of a sudden, instead of just being like, I'm innocent, I'm innocent... I'm innocent. He's just like, "Oh, now it's time for me to empathize with him, to build some <laughs> kind of emotional connection." Yeah.
1: Right, right. And he's doing this with the torturer in the room. Mm-hmm. And the torturer. Well, he's who doing was... it to the torturer. To the torturer. Yeah. But, who is... but
2: that's one of the things that you're supposed to try and do is you want to try and humanize yourself to the other person to make it harder for them to torture you.
1: Oh, man. I I feel like um, oh, like television has given us these these uh, these hallmarks for us to look for, and and then um, now we have the negotiator or negotiators, and we have uh, the, these torturers. And psychology is similar. I don't know if it's the same, but it, but you're right. It's a lot of it's a it's a lot of getting trying to get the information that you want. So it's a lot of. Uh, it's a lot of empathizing with the person that you're, that you're trying to draw this information out of. And we see that happening between the bolts. So by the end of the scene, that, uh, that torture scene, you could see that. Yeah. Like, um, if you look back at it now, you can kind of see that. Yeah. Um, like Ben doesn't miss a beat. Like uh, he seizes in, goes for it and doesn't get too far before uh, Jack comes in and pulls Saeed out of there. But yeah, like uh, Saeed is at a breaking point. Like he is, he's totally broken down uh over shannon and we only know shannon from our final season um well yeah so we, we don't know what kind of relationship they had but apparently it was strong enough for him to uh to have this this breakdown because i think that's probably a part of the the whole torturer well for saeed at least it's a part of his whole torturer mystique right is just he's kind of He's offering truths about himself to kind of sidle up alongside Ben to try to gauge him if he can be truthful too. I don't know if, I, if I'm reading that right.
0: Yeah, I think at that point when he starts talking about digging her grave with your bare hands and how you will remember every moment of it, like that's definitely him projecting and mm-hmm. I think kind of losing, losing control and losing sight of what his interrogation is supposed to be about. And like, oh, well, yeah, obviously anyone who did this must have it had the exact same experience that i had that i had very recently probably so
1: yeah unless you're like a yeah. dexter type you know what i mean like i mean but, but say isn't thinking in those terms but yeah like somebody could totally just bury somebody and not yeah. give it a second thought but yeah like that scene those was played in there it feels like yeah i think i think you're right dave like because you know this the a lot of those scenes probably might have hit harder for us if we didn't know what was coming and that was part of the the fun um but we know everything that happens after yeah. this so it's just like Like, all right, well, maybe there are some things that we could enjoy about the scene where they're, like, just... They're trying to, like, fucking get an Emmy consideration for this one. Like, they're they're both yelling at each other. They're both kind of crying in that room. Ben and, and Said. where you see the tears welling up. I think Naveen Andrews is, like, he's... I think a lot of the the people that they have on the show are, are are primary cast which includes all the ones that we're familiar with. They they chose some pretty decent actors cuz mm-hmm. the the yeah. written the stuff on the page like if you just read the script for this episode it just seems kind of lackluster, but then those they kind of elevate it. Even the scenes that we get with Locke and and um and Jack where um there's there's some choices that that Locke has made to change the combination lock and all this stuff but you can see the the panic register on his face when the when the, the that beeping starts going off where he has to in, in input that number um we haven't seen the origins of that yet but we know that that this is our, our our general man of science versus man of faith argument that presents itself in this episode even stretching back into this second season which is you know which is uh fun to see play out
2: when they have the lockjack showdown in this episode, where oh, you know Jack is trying to get into the room, Locke doesn't want to let him in, and then oh, they start sort of tussling with each other. I was like, well, "What? What's what's Jack gonna do? <laughs> like, <laughs> did he know that it was that close to uh. the beeping? Because if not, it's like, how is he gonna get Locke to let him in? Was he gonna beat him up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in order to stop." saeed from beating someone up
1: yeah that's a that like is... i feel
2: like it's kind of just like i'm not sure what you're trying to accomplish here
1: yeah yeah because i mean if if uh if Locke didn't offer him up that the, the combination lock if he made a mad dive for like the uh the computer is this going to be one of those moments where the computer would have got smashed at this oh, point Oh yeah because mm-hmm. like, jack could totally have done that I, I would imagine he didn't give a fuck about that that button pushing you know, not in this not in this instance but interestingly enough, we get a little line of dialogue where, um, where Jack says, yeah, you convinced me to push the button once. So we have that to look forward to. There's, there's going to be another meeting of these two minds, the mind of science and, and faith. And apparently faith wins out in this yeah. previous iteration.
0: And would you guys be surprised to see in that episode that Jack pushes the button to get locked to stop torturing somebody? <laughs>
1: yeah. That would be great. Or to unlock another combination yeah. lock door. That would be interesting. And that's just
0: a mirror of this scene. Weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we also get like a B plot in Sawyer, and this feels like uh, they're so just weird. they're just wasting time.
0: Yeah.
1: This is such a this is such, th- this gives us some character inter- uh, interactions and maybe some character development where we get to see more of these two characters.
2: I don't know if it's really developing yeah. anything hmm. about them uh, so much as like just a reveal or a study. Because the B-plot is that Sawyer hears a frog. Sawyer doesn't like hearing the frog. (laughs) (laughs) Sawyer wants to kill the frog. So he asks for help. No one wants to help him. And he blackmails Hurley into helping him. Hurley gets mad and says, I don't want to help you. And he's like, all right, right, I'm sorry. Can you help me? Hurley's like, okay. And then they find the frog. And then he kills the frog.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole B-plot. Yeah. Like, all all in that. Like, right there.
0: And all we really learn is that Hurley was hiding food mm-hmm. and that Sawyer is like a kind of a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. How much
2: pressure do you think that you need to exert to crush a frog to death in your bare hand?
0: I feel like frogs would are kind of slimy and it would just slip out of your hand. Yeah, yeah. I
2: feel like they would squish. Yeah. yeah. Like very easily. Yeah. Like they would just sort of deform and then be okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was... That was a weird one. Like, um,
2: I expected him to like drop it and stomp it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Check it into the, the jungle.
1: I was expecting him to like bring a like a, a stone down on it. I don't know why mm. that was in my mind, but I was just like, he's probably going to smash this yeah, it. Just it.
0: crushing it with his bare hand and then dropping it into Hurley's hand. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> my question is, how many warts does uh, Sawyer's <laughs> dick have? You know what I mean? He's, 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 put, he's smashing it in his prime jerking off hand. That's what I would imagine. <laughs> he looks like a right-hand dominant. No, nope, no, nope, that was the left hand. I'm not thinking about the scene. It's so the left hand dominant. Uh, ladies, nah, stay away from Josh. Maybe Holloway. he's
2: ambidextrous. Nah.
1: <laughs> if you would have to be after this, he's just like, well, uh, old know, faithful or killed a poison yeah. tree
0: frog
2: in this hand.
1: <laughs> Probably shouldn't touch yeah. my junk. Uh, it will be. Yeah, that that's that's some craziness.
0: Also, do you do you guys jerk off with your dominant hand or your non-dominant hand? If
1: I'm feeling frisky, it's non dominant hand. Huh? Non-dominant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I forget what it was. There's some TV show out there where um somebody
0: I think you know like uh
2: Are you gonna tell our audience about The Stranger? The
0: Stranger Which <laughs> <laughs> is a film starring uh Stone Cold Steve Austin.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the one where he masturbates with his non dominant hand.
2: <laughs> After sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, wait. You take your hand out from sitting on it. How how much time do you have before feeling restores itself?
2: I don't know. I've never tried. It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can you like? Can you get a grip going? Like, is your hand gonna be just like floppy pins and needles or what?
2: Oh, uh, even without the, uh, uh, even with having the blood loss, like you can still move stuff around. It just yeah. feels
1: weird. It's just gonna. <laughs>
2: like it's not like oh no there's no blood in my hand i can't move any of my muscles yeah yeah like it it's just like oh this this is uncomfortable and kind of hurts maybe
0: yeah <laughs> you would make it harder to jerk off you wouldn't have that same dexterity
1: yeah, that's like that's for people that are incredibly bored with the uh with the the yeah. the average tuning in of. You have to sit off.
0: on your hand for a long time for it to go numb. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. which means that you you're 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 actively thinking of like, oh, I can't wait till my jerk off hand is numb. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: or your non regular jerk off hand. Because <laughs> a stranger is supposed to be a special treat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the stranger doesn't know you as well as your good friend knows you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he'll get you there, or she'll get you there. I don't know. What this? We're wondering, it's a weird territory. Maybe your hand's gender neutral. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> is there
0: a female version of the stranger?
1: <laughs> the
0: strangeress? Yeah. Where a girl will sit on her hand till it goes numb, and then it's like, oh, being yeah. By a stranger? How does that even work?
1: Because <laughs> I figure like, you need your digits for that, right?
0: Once again,
2: <laughs> even without as much blood in your hand. Your muscles still work, AJ. <laughs> but it, because
0: it you shows don't have you what the I feeling. Know. You can't do it right because you don't like, know what you're doing.
2: Like some sometimes you, you've like sat down for a while and your leg falls asleep. Right? right. Are you crippled now? No, no. You can, still walk. can still walk. It's just weird. Yeah. Okay,
1: so, but then you could. All right. So it's just you could still make use of all your muscles and stuff. In my mind, I'm just thinking it's just like it's just it's just <laughs> dead. dead flesh just banging up against non dead flesh. That's so stupid. If, <laughs> if you if you've sat on your
2: hand. For that long, <laughs> good luck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, got some problems now, guys.
1: We're tackling the important issues on tonight's yeah. episode. If you're jerking off with your non-dominant hand and it's numb, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like science has the answer. Maybe faith. Is there a church? Also, out
2: there? I don't understand why people are like, "Oh, I want a different experience." Like, no, I want my regular jerk-off experience. <laughs> I know exactly how this is gonna go.
1: Yeah, like here. Here's the thing. I'm a man in my 30s. Before, in my 20s, jerking off used to be a thing. Now it's just it's just a it's just a it's just me trying to get a dopamine supply before mm. I head off to work or something like that.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. just like, all right, let's do this, just get it done.
1: <laughs> it's on a schedule. Yeah. It's all like go go grocery shopping, you know, like walk the dog if you have one, jerk off.
0: Yeah, it's like a 15 minute slot you get. Don't in your schedule. try and combine those things. <laughs> <laughs> It's just you walking. Yeah, hey, don't walking bring in. your dog into the grocery
1: store. Yeah, don't jerk off with your dog in a grocery store. You know, what kind of monsters would you be if you did set things of such? <laughs> yeah. Style <laughs> would yeah. be real weird. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, but if anyone wants to go on Pornhub and find videos of guys doing the stranger to themselves and tweet them at us, we will
1: probably re- not retweet them, them,
0: but probably not watch them. <laughs> I just want to know if they're there. They have to be there, right?
1: There's got to be.
0: It's got to be.
2: Maybe, maybe maybe that's what how uh, Sawyer trains for that. Uh, he's just like, oh, this is my frog crushing head. <laughs> frog's my dick.
1: In case all of you guys didn't catch up on that, frog's my dick.
2: Ready to go, Kermit?
0: <laughs>
2: you guys didn't see it, but I was shaking my yeah. head when I said
0: that.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. That's your cool guy look. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god! Okay, so we got Rousseau leading Saeed to the to where she had trapped Ben. Why is why is Rousseau? She's why is she calling upon Said? She want Ben to get tortured?
0: Well, I think they have a history, right? No. Um, yeah,
2: apparently she tortured Said. Yeah.
1: Oh. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: So she's just like, oh, uh, it's time to take another step down the torture ladder. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I tortured you. Now it's your turn to torture him.
1: Okay. In future seasons, we understand that a younger Ben Linus has kidnapped Alex from Russo. Yeah. Right? So she has all this information. And I guess we're supposed to believe that she's she's the crazy island woman. So she wouldn't offer up that information. But like, yeah, he's the others. And this is how I know why he's one of the others. As opposed to, no, he's one of the others. Bye. Forever. Until the next episode or something
0: like that that's so that's very lost yeah well i mean at this point because we we don't see that until season four or five Mm -hmm. so i don't think the writers knew that right now that ben was the one that took her baby away Mm. also i think it happened in the middle of the night so maybe she didn't recognize him ah i see yeah it
2: could have just been that she knew that he was another because she's got a sense for those kinds of things okay
0: okay and she assumes everyone's another (laughs) yeah
1: it's a matter of perspective i guess thanks
0: Locke. (laughs) holy shit we get
1: Kelvin Inman in this episode, who is I don't know if he's name checked at all. I don't think he is. He was not. No. He's just known as a spook, right? Or he just he was just playing that spook role in this yep.
0: episode. Yeah,
1: like which I always find fun. Like when you see movies or TV, uh, and there's always like just the spook in regular clothes, and then yeah. and then there's the actually um there's the uh, there's the suited military that are around.
2: Yeah, one of the uh, suited military guys. In this episode, uh, I don't remember exactly what his real name is, but uh, you may recognize him as Juice from Sons of Anarchy yeah. or Shades yeah. from Cage, oh, okay. from Luke Cage.
1: Oh, nice! Well, that's a, that actor's had a has a had a pretty colorful yeah. resume. Yeah, I,
2: I was kind of sad that he didn't actually really do anything;
1: <laughs> <laughs> like he was
2: just there to stand next to Said. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I, I um, yeah, I did find the the whole. Um, where were they supposed to be? Kuwait, I think. But like I found the those scenes a little harder to watch. The the CGI was just kind of fucking bringing me out of it. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: It was it was bad. There is fun. like we, we make yeah. fun of the submarine all the time. Yeah. Uh this was several years before the submarine.
1: <laughs> oh my god. It's crazy because they uh towards the end, like that final scene where Said gets the money, they leave him standing and in the background you see all this these pillars. The burning of smoke. oil fields. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you see all this stuff, uh, and then like they cut to Charlie and Saeed on the beach, and it looks so much better because it looks so <laughs> real. Because it, it
0: is. Because it's
1: real. Because it's real. <laughs> it's a sunset beach. It's two men like that. they were like going for some. Yeah, I got fucking mice and men vibes off of that scene. <laughs> it's just uh, Saeed going. Which like, is
2: funny because uh, it was a total different other group of people that had a big guy and someone that crushed <laughs> a small animal.
1: <laughs> And that's where I got my uh, my some advice from.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but but yeah, I'm I'm glad that they got that actor to come back in later seasons to to do that stuff with uh, Desmond in the Hatch. But yeah, like,
2: Clancy Brown rocks, yeah. dude. That guy is
1: amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've I've loved him so much since
2: yeah. uh, the Kurgan.
1: I've loved him since since the Kurgan. I've loved him since Pet Cemetery 2. Oh, like <laughs> where <laughs> that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. And then also the Gergen. Is he the one that killed the, the brain alien? Or is that Michael Ironside? I'm thinking about um, Storm... No. Yeah, you're thinking of
0: Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers, yeah.
1: shit. I was about to say Stormship Troopers. Like Wait, an was asshole. he
0: Starship Troopers also? He was, yeah. The trainer. Yeah, he was the drill sergeant guy.
1: You're like, you cannot... like you, the, He was like, put your hand on the wall. And he's like sticks a knife through... Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, what's his face? His son's hand. <laughs> that actor. <I> <laughs> oh, like Jake Busey. Busey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you guys knew that. I was like, what, Gary's, Gary Busey son? Dude, yeah. Who was like hot for like a hot minute. Like he had a show like in the 90s what? called. Um, yeah, what it was,
2: was it called?
1: Oh, it was called Shasta McNasty. Yes. Oh. Do you guys remember this? I
0: remember, uh, being I remember there
2: being a show yeah. with that name and that Jake Busey was in it. I'm just like, oh, and it was on UPN. Yeah. Oh, So fun. I yeah. felt like that was sort of a <laughs> constellation of no.
1: Yeah. 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 Like, UPN was, like, they had that. And they had, like, fucking... Um, Malcolm and Eddie. Malcolm and Eddie. And, like, <laughs> the Parkers. And those are the only three shows that I know from UPN.
2: Uh, there was also uh, Star Trek... What was it Voyager? They had a Star Trek? I think Enterprise. it was. It was Enterprise. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Uh, and they had uh, WWF or WWE SmackDown. Mm.
0: Mm. Have you guys and, seen... They had the last season of Buffy, To
2: it? Oh. Maybe two seasons. On UPN? Mm-hmm. No, that was what... When it already changed to CW, wasn't it? I don't think so. It Somebody was, needs to
0: look this up. It was
2: UPM? I think it was. Okay.
1: Shasta McNasty with Jake Busey. <laughs> oh, I,
2: yeah, you're right. It yeah. was.
1: The only reason why I know that show is my uncle, I had an uncle that was so into it. Like, he's like, oh, shit, Shasta McNasty's on. I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? I'm also 13 or whatever. And then my uncle's like, yeah, let's watch this. I was like, this is fine. Like, it was fine. It was It was just It was just a regular sitcom. But my uncle was like, like you know... Feet down, pointing at the TV, right. staring straight at it like, Shasta's on, be quiet everybody, and they probably canceled it after a season. My uncle doesn't like a lot of popular things. He's the, uh, the proto-hipster.
0: <laughs> With a name like Shasta McNasty, you'd expect it to be a little over at the top. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh... When we see Hurley eating the, the ranch dressing in the, in the jungle by himself, He's he, dipping Cheetos in it. Okay. I was like, I know he was dipping
2: something. Yeah. He that he's, he's not just like grabbing handfuls of ranch <laughs> yeah. and then like licking his fingers. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I, that sounds awful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I knew a guy who drank a whole like like dipping sauce container of ranch dressing for Whoa.
1: $5. Whoa. Did he get sick?
0: No.
2: Holy How shit. How old were, was that guy? Uh early 20s okay yeah that that's a reasonable amount of money for that (laughs) (laughs) like high school to early 20s it's like five dollars is reasonable uh it's on the very low end once you're in your 20s yeah but it's still reasonable yeah
1: that gets you really close to a video game rental from blockbuster video
2: (laughs) 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 or like depending on what part of the country you're from and what time it was uh that could have been like
0: Two beers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were that... in Texas at the time, I think. Oh, Maybe shit. Maybe three.
1: Oh, <laughs> <was> shit. Like, <laughs> you didn't go for, like... Probably not three. Yeah. Maybe
0: <laughs> yeah, on some kind of special night, like a ladies' night kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
2: I see. But, yeah, because I feel like by your mid-20s, uh, any food there uh, needs to be over $20. That's fair. Because, like, you should have a like, real job, I Yeah. Think. Like five dollars should be like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to eat good food for five dollars.
1: <laughs> like the cost of that that uh, that whole ranch like uh, thing must have been like two like two three dollars. Oh, if you're doing it in Texas, like a dollar something. He was making a net profit. Like what if that was just his job? Like he he's a street performer. <laughs> He's like, "Who'll pay me money to eat this whole thing? This whole bottle of ranch?" <laughs> there's like a there's like a guy spray painted silver, and then there's like another person playing like the ukulele, and yeah. then like it's, it's that guy that's willing to drink a bottle ne- of ranch. I would
2: never give that guy money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys, I'm panhandling for you. Like, who wants to give me money to drink random stuff? Like, he just has a whole cavalcade of like shit to drink and eat it's like got
2: a bottle of you here (laughs) whole bottle of soy sauce gonna chug it
1: come on y'all like any takers does anybody want to see my (laughs) blood sugar spike because there's so much syrup back here (laughs) so much luau punch syrup i don't know if that's just yeah
0: i think i would pay that guy over almost any other street performer Maybe like those breakdancing
1: guys. I want to see somebody that's an expert at their craft and then see them stand right next to the guy that's chugging (laughs) stuff and then give money to the guy that's chugging stuff. So if somebody was like playing the violin really, really well, I would look (laughs) at them with an appreciative look, like, this is really good, and then pass five
0: dollars to the guy and tell him to chug ranch. Because he won't do it unless you pay him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's a very weird panhandle. Like, he's not... Like, he, like the, the silver guy is not... Like, he's like, I'll, I'll move a little if you give me some yeah.
0: money. it's like he's standing there moving around, and then you put a dollar in his hat, and then he just stops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, when, we, when I was a kid, back when I was a teenager, I remember um, my brother-in-law... Uh, we, uh, we had gone to Waikiki to go walk around And um, we had like a bunch of friends or whatever And they, we'd put like a dollar on a, on a fishing wire And then just drag it through Waikiki <laughs> And then like when somebody would find the dollar It would be like Oh, did, we'd have another friend come by and go like Hey, did anybody see my dollar? And they're like Oh, here you go Here's your dollar And like one, one person they did it to They're like Nice try I know you saw me pick up this dollar And they just walked away with a dollar And he's like Oh, my prank <laughs> my, wholesome, my wholesome prank Oh,
2: that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: just goes like, well, no more of that. Time to drill a hole through this quarter. I can stand to lose that. I am 19. Nah,
2: yeah. You got to super glue the quarter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. Oh, That's the best.
2: One of my friends actually did that in his own home.
1: <laughs> like he, he just
2: like glued a dime to like the outside of his kitchen. And then like every time a new person would come by, they're like, oh, hey they would try and grab it
1: <laughs>
2: and it never got old. Uh, I wonder what he did when he moved.
1: Yeah, I guess you would have to just like fucking chisel it out. I don't know, but that's 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 hilarious yeah.
0: though. He probably just left it there cuz whenever the, the the people do like the inspection or whatever when you're done, they're like, "Oh, a dime." <laughs>
1: All right, there's there like a that this is an issue I had and I don't know maybe it was just for time they have to like get get in and get out with this whole uh, Said story but um uh, Kelvin Inman is shows Said a video of sarin gas a sarin gas attack at a market in his hometown yeah that's enough to get him to be like yeah I'll flip to your side and torture my own people like that seemed kind of fast no
0: well I mean he said it like he had family that were there and yeah I mean that's it's hard to be to stay, maintain loyalty to the guy that did that. Yeah, yeah. Taught a bunch of civilians with chemical weapons.
1: So, is, by the end of this episode, does that mean that Saeed is a double agent or is, is he just really back in the employ of Saddam Hussein? I, I wasn't sure what to make of it or if there's anything to be made of it. Maybe he just goes back to his life. Um, yeah, I, I found that kind of strange. Like, all right, so he takes a bus back somewhere, but. but um, yeah,
0: well, I mean, he told Ben that he spent the next six years torturing people oh yeah presumably for saddam hussein
2: yeah it's not that he was working for america he was torturing the guy who killed the family
1: ah yeah i see also too we get like some saddam hussein imagery and it's like the weirdest like it's a poster on the wall and it's like saddam wearing like the coolest sunglasses (laughs) like he's just hanging out in this picture it's fucking weird if you go back like you, you see it like oh shit like, they, they chose, like, casual Saddam. This is, like, him and his... He was, like, wearing his regular beret and ascot yeah. and some shades. He was wearing shades in that picture.
0: Or do you think it was, like, a regular picture of him and then they were bored in the, <laughs> in their little office? And they're like, you should draw sunglasses on him. It's just a bunch and of them standing... And black one of his teeth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of them standing around going, like, Hey, look, guys. Anybody can draw a dick on Saddam's <laughs> face. But what I propose to you sunglasses we do it good we do it right just make it look like it's part of the picture yeah
0: because it, it makes them look cooler so we can't be executed for this
1: <laughs> uh, so guys i think this is the way to go like uh yeah let's get some shades on this yeah oh, that's great
0: uh, you guys ever look at those you ever see those pictures on like instagram or whatever of, when they draw over like andrew jackson on the 20 dollar bill and turn him into the joker or whatever yeah yeah those are fun
1: I love those. There's one where they just turned uh, Andrew Jackson into Rambo nice. uh, recently. Mm-hmm. And it's like so convincing. I dig it. Oh, um, Ben mentions that when he had crashed to the, uh, the island, his wife has, had gotten sick. And then she had a fever. And then a few days later, she went delirious. And then she died. Um, he said that they're staying at the
0: cave on the beach. Is
1: that the Adam and Eve cave? The um. cave of Mother and um,
0: Men in Black? The Bones Own Cave? The Bones Own Cave. <laughs> that's what it was. I, I would assume not since they said they've been there for four months and the, the Losties have been there for, I think they said two months at this point. Yeah. yeah. So they would have ran into them. I
1: know it's a lie. I know it's a lie. <laughs> but I really want that to be the cave where Jacob had put all the names <laughs> and oh, yeah. they're just like hanging out over there <laughs> Or <it. laughs> And he said it
0: was on North Shore too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So I think that's closer to like where that fake others camp was. Oh okay yeah, okay, I uh, see.
1: As far as as far as the the rest of the episode goes, yeah, you know, we get that B plot with Sawyer and and Hurley. A um, whole and, lot of nothing, yeah, a yeah. whole lot of nothing. Right, just feels feels a little feels a little hollow. Like we mentioned already before, I I do like in those close shots when they are just they're they're doing some super tight shots throughout the whole episode. Just felt like they're they're trying to get you in with the intensity and
2: yeah, and the uh, in addition to doing super close shots. Uh, some of them were at that uh, what is it called the Dutch angle oh, when yeah. uh, you it's, tilt it slightly, yeah. so it's just like oh, it feels even more off
1: kilter. Oh, I see. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that was a thing.
0: Yeah, most of the videos I made when I was making videos were with Dutch angles just because I didn't have a tripod <laughs> <laughs> or I was using it wrong.
1: It's like yeah, like what just like how like for NYPD Blue or whatever they just the the steady hand cam became like the 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 journal yeah. default for the way they shot shit we have to get this gritty get people all up in the mix <laughs> this is what's really happening svu we got the we got the nypd blue guy for svu now we got a lot of shaky cams that are following these cops around
2: man there were a lot of cop procedurals back in the uh early 2000s mm. late 90s oh yeah because for some reason like i know you're talking about uh i know you're talking about nypd blue but for some reason my brain Produced scenes from Homicide Life on the Street.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, go over that real quick. That sounds so familiar.
2: Homicide Life on the Street, I want to say, was uh, another police procedural that was on USA.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like, for the weirdest time, it just seemed like uh, networks before the internet started, you know, became what it is today. Like, they, there's just... For major networks ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox, they're still doing it now, even until today and, and and this year. But it's all it's all they have their their regular procedurals at work, which is like fucking cop procedural, doctor procedural, and like I don't know,
0: like firefighter. I don't yeah, know if that's I a thing. Firefighter
2: they're... shows are historically not super successful. Yeah. yeah, but
0: I think in the last ten years or so, you see it a lot more like Supernatural. Or paranormal, but also procedural yeah. monster of the week kind of thing. Yeah, things. yeah. Like the one, there's one that's like the devil is also a detective. Or something. <laughs> Lucifer.
2: Yeah, it's uh now on Netflix. Ah, interesting. Is
1: that show any good? I don't know. I've I never watched know.
2: it. One of my friends loves it.
1: I see. All right.
2: The the thing is, like cop procedurals are always like a big network thing, but. I just remember that late 90s, early 2000s, where it's like, it wasn't just the main networks that were doing it. Yeah. Like, all of the cable channels had yeah. their own things, too. And it's like, you know, everyone remembers The Wire and The yeah. Shield because yeah. they were fucking great. Yeah. But it's just like, there was also, like I said, Homicide, Life on the Street. There was... Uh, uh, I can't remember what the one that was based in Washington DC was called, but there was one that was based in DC. There was like Pacific Blue that yeah. was about bike cops yeah, in California. That. That's it's right. It's just like what the fuck you guys. Yeah,
1: yeah, like everybody's just everybody's just super into crime procedures. I feel like that's the, the proto crime podcast. This is Like the, the the crime story podcast mm. that we get now. Or a true crime podcast, like now, like that's that's like a that's like a monster energy drink version of what used to be like a normal <laughs> cup of coffee. And these procedurals are like, yeah, yeah, they, you know, there's a murder here or whatever,
0: um, which is fine. Yeah, do you guys ever watch Psych? That was the best procedure. I haven't
1: seen it. Yeah. I always hear so uh, much yeah. about it.
2: It was it was good. Like it was never a show that I was super into, mm. but. Whenever I did watch it, I was never like, "Oh man, I wish I had watched something." else. Yeah.
1: Monk, Are you guys into Monk at all? Uh, same thing. Yeah. I never watched it. Never seen like a single. Oh, I seen like maybe somebody watching it at like somebody's <laughs> house. Like, but like it was never like I was watching.
2: My like... only problem with Monk is. Uh... That's the show that made people go like, oh, I'm so OCD, I need to have all of my books on the shelf in alphabetical order, and it's like, no, no, you're really OCD when you're like, no, I need to wipe my asshole in a multiple of eight, and it doesn't matter if it's all fucking bloody, because I had to go to 24, because... I just can't stop at 17.
1: Holy shit. See, yeah, that's the thing. Like, all these all these network shows, they started making the OCD shit like a, like a superpower. And mm. like you said, like the more true-to-life shit is just that. Like, yeah, yeah I, 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 I had to close the door six times and then an additional 12 times before I left my house and locked it because that's, that's the only way to keep the demons from breaking yeah. into my house. Like, you know, <laughs> you have to close it six times and then 12 times, come on.
2: And it's like, it's not even, like, for crazy reasons like that a lot of times it's just like no i just have to do it yeah yeah well, what, what, what what would happen if you didn't no i have to do it
1: <laughs> there is um i think this is i remember seeing this on tv uh the tonight show at jay leno they had um fred durston from limp biscuit do you guys know what his ocd thing he did it on the show
2: oh that he has to wear that stupid red yeah. hat
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's like he can't leave his house like somebody takes it off he just starts screaming like whoa 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 <laughs> no like he was on the tonight show and like um his whole thing was like uh, he goes i think i i want to say it's jay leno No, i'm not sure but then like uh, the the host was asking I'm like so i understand that you you have an ocd thing where where every time you sip out of a cup you have to sip twice like you can't sip huh. once and he's like yeah so like he took a sip of the you know, Tonight Show mug, and then like he immediately took a sip again, <laughs> and then Jay Leno goes like, "What if, what if I held the mug to your lips? Would that work?" He's like, "We could try." And so like Jay Leno, like gives him a sip of water, and he puts the cup down, and like Fred Durst immediately grabs the cup and like takes a second sip, <laughs> like he has to. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's yeah. if that's real or if it's a dream I had. <laughs> Listeners, please, if you find that clip, send it to me so I know that yeah. I'm not going insane. Dude. Do-
2: Do you have any, like, weird, uh, David, do you have any weird memories of someone who was involved in uh, 90s New Metal on television (laughs) doing something that no one else seems to remember? (laughs) I'm just asking because I I vaguely remember uh, in the, I want to say, mid-2000s, possibly late-2000s, but, like, I want to say it was, like, maybe, like... O seven or something hmm. maybe 08 uh it w- no it was definitely like 08 or 09 because it was like early obama era okay kid rock was on fox news and they asked him for comment about like uh something with like the auto industry bailout or uh something with uh whether or not obama's doing anything to help michigan or something they're just trying to like pin him down Mm -hmm. to saying like oh yeah i don't like our president
0: right
2: and i remember him saying man i don't know anything about politics (laughs) i shouldn't give you my opinion on this i'm i'm just a musician man i don't know enough like you you should talk to people that know more stuff uh ask them their opinion yeah like i remember this and thinking like wow man That's fucking awesome that you would say that. And now fucking look at Kid Rock. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I'm just like, did I make this up? Did I have like a dream where I was just like, I really want to like you, Kid Rock. Give me something.
0: (laughs) No, I can see him him being like that in that one interview and then being on Fox News 10 more times and finally just been like, you know what, yeah. I'll just say that thing that you keep wanting me to say. Yeah, what about the president? Yeah, he's he's yeah. not a good guy. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, this this will give me
2: some more ticket sales. Yeah.
1: yeah, holy shit. That's crazy. And then imagine... Oh, man. Imagine like... Okay, this is a weird narrative that I built in my head that's not true. <laughs> imagine like after the fact like he gets all these new um, ticket buyers that come to his shows and they're very anti-Obama. He's just like, I don't know if that's what I was trying to do here, but... <laughs> Play some music. <laughs> and then it's just like and, oh, and then it just snowballs where like his people and all, all the people on his team are just like, Yeah, this is, this is what's blowing you up right now. And yeah. you got to glow up, so you gotta
2: Pivot to Country, kid. <laughs> Pivot to
1: country. Pivot to country and uh can you make your songs a little anti Obama? Yeah, all right, thanks. I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit. <Yeah>. Have you <laughs> have Okay, so me and me and me and Chad, we've got that weird Thing <laughs> has, has there ever been a thing that you've seen that you're like, I don't know if this is real or if I am remembering it correctly? I remember,
2: I, I just yeah, thought I it was interesting yeah. that it was uh, specifically Kid Rock and Fred Durst <laughs> <laughs> that we remember these yeah. things about. Yeah, it's like, David, do you have any weird memories about John Davis from Core? <laughs> yeah, that's who I'm trying to think of something for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember a bit they did on the man show where it, they had they had uh. Adam Curl and Jimmy Kimmel yeah. joined their band and like play the bagpipes or something, but yeah. that was just a comedy bit yeah, yeah. that they oh were doing. And that's all I know about Quar. <laughs> <laughs> Holy
1: shit.
2: Maybe, like, coal? Was that was that the name of a, a 90s new metal coal? band? Coal? Like, coal dust? That no? sounds
0: familiar, kind um, of. That coal like... shovel?
2: Oh, Mud s- shovel. S- what? What's... Mudhoney? honey, what's yeah. Th- I'm, I'm just mud. making words. What's mud the, honey was a thing.
0: What's the
1: disturbed guy? Um, what's his name? Ooh, he has a name. Stephen Strait
2: or something. I don't yeah,
1: know. I remember that that cover art, that album cover, where it's like, uh, it's just him on the cover, but he looks really fucked up. Uh, I think it's just like his face. I don't know. Disturbed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I thought he was like all fucked up, but that's just what he looks like. <laughs> That's what the sickness is, and he's down with it. (laughs) Wow. I'm never going to pass up an opportunity to uh, reference that. Yeah, oh my god. I'm
1: never going to pass up an opportunity to reference Dick Cheese, who did a a version of that song. Which is fucking fire.
2: Have you ever seen him in concert? (laughs) No. He's a lot of fun. Really? Yeah. You've seen Uh, him in concert? Yeah, uh, he came down to Pipeline. Damn.
1: Yeah. All right.
2: It was uh, one of uh, uh, two shows that I remember going to at Pipeline Cafe. Uh there was that one, the other one that I remember was uh it was the Punk on a Rock mm. uh show huh. is w- how it was billed. Uh I remember watching one punk band. Mm. Uh there was also a Southern Rock group. <laughs> uh there was a um, uh, I want to say like uh, maybe symphonic metal. Yeah, is how I would describe yeah. it. And uh, Andrew WK. Yeah, yeah. and it's right. just like I feel like the name of this show yeah. kind of a misnomer. It was called <laughs> Punk on a Rock, not Punks on a Rock. <laughs> or or just like <laughs> no, this is just a
1: rock show. Yeah, yeah, we're just doing rock, you guys.
0: I didn't think Cheese is here. I remember you I think-, think Andrew WK would be a, the the headlining part of the name of the show.
2: Yeah, you you just just think it's just like Andrew W.K. and other bands. Yeah, (laughs) Andrew
1: W.K. and friends. Andrew
2: (laughs) W.K., Bleeding Through, Valiant Thor, and I don't remember what the name of the punk Mm. band was. Man. I do remember uh, Bleeding Through and Valiant Thor, though, because I liked uh, Bleeding Through's music, and I
0: thought Valiant Thor had a great name. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I might be crazy, I think Valiant Thor was, they just mentioned them on an episode of... Last podcast, nonetheless, I think it was the name of an extraterrestrial in this conspiracy theory about the this member of the Canadian government who's like ninety years old now, but he's talking about all how he has like had this history of like dealing with extraterrestrials and stuff in the government. Mm-hmm. And I think I heard of this. one of them's code name. I think it was Valiant Thor. I might be wrong. I didn't look this up. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, maybe that's where they got the name for the band.
1: Okay, why why are you looking this yeah. up? Do you guys also remember uh, around the time that? I guess Dick Cheese was hot and um I guess Kid Rock and, and Fred Durst. There was this other there was like this guy that had like fifteen minutes of fame and got hot off of this one song and I think he was a Chinese rapper named Tai Mai Shu. You remember this guy?
2: Uh it sounds vaguely familiar, like that was like the early days of uh, viral videos.
1: Yeah, that must have been like uh, late nineties I think. Maybe late nineties. But then um yeah, that I remember that. The, like that was like that was one of those things that became viral like became a viral hit one of the first that i remember was uh time issue i can't remember it, the music or the lyrics mm-hmm. i
2: i just remember hearing about it and thinking like this doesn't sound like anything i want to look up i'm just going to keep on uh, waiting for uh, my 16 16- Second clips of pornography.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, I remember those days where you had like the free trial of AOL and you're like, all right, come on, JPEG. Come on, JPEG. <laughs> I got neck. I got yeah. head and neck.
2: If I download enough thumbs, <laughs> then uh, I can uh, eventually just like. Click through all of the photos on my computer, <laughs> and it's almost like having video. Yeah. <laughs> so I just have to get real good at clicking with my left hand, because my right hand's my jerk-off
0: hand. <laughs> your That's dominant your dominant hand. hand. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so there's an alien research wiki, mm-hmm. and Valiant Thor is a delegate of the High Council who had VIP status at the Pentagon from 1957 to 1960 to discuss concerns of the Cold War. And nuclear arms. he so it was uh, a delegate of, of where? The High Council. Oh shit! Yeah. The High Alien Council, or like uh, the World Council? I don't know. He was sent by the High Council to Alexandria, Virginia. That He's is a crazy. Venusian from Venus. <laughs> He's from Venus. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. All right, but so yeah. for
1: Valiant Thor—that's the name that they gave him. I wonder what yeah, his I think real I was name was.
0: It's code name. Yeah. Probably something unspeakable in our own, yeah, by human tongues.
1: <laughs> it's one of those like a million, yeah, like yeah. There's there's no way for us to get
0: this this name correct. I think you guys can call me Million Thor. <laughs> That'll work. That'll be my name. Yeah. Okay, so it's time to start wrapping up. Got uh. Egg. Oh, oh, oh uh, before
2: up? before we finish eh? talking about the show, um, I did want to point out the ending of the show. Oh yeah. When they have uh, Said and Charlie on the beach talking, uh, Said tells charlie that he's uh, upset that Locke and jack seem to have forgotten all the horrible things that the others have done to them and how they're always in danger of the others showing up again at any time Hmm. and it sets him up as sort of a third position in this like jockeying for leadership between Locke and jack and it's a really interesting idea if like you're gonna have like The sort of uh, angry, militant, or whatever kind of guy, Mm. uh, as sort of the third option that you can go with. Uh, Like he's gonna start becoming an agitator, or uh, you know they're like fully actually gonna go to war with the others, and it it just sets it up as like oh man, this could be a really cool direction that they go in, and they never mention it again. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's just one of those. One of those uh, famous dropped, lost plot oh, yeah. points that they that they become famous for by the time we're done with the series.
2: Like the problem is that it almost wasn't even a plot point for them to pick up. It's just like, here's a guy who feels a certain way, yeah, and we'll never talk about.
1: it. See, <laughs> I feel like like after you stated this and what we've seen in this scene or that scene with with uh, Charlie and it feels like this informs some of the stuff that we've seen already. We're like, um, we're like. Like, I think Charlie just goes back to the beach after like the thing explodes, right? And he's just super chill about it. Yeah. And I'm guessing it's because he knew that, that Ben was there and that he was another. And he had really gone through this thing with uh, Ethan uh, when he was trying to to save Claire and all this kind of stuff. Maybe that kind of informs the oh, acting choice. That
2: That's really interesting. I never yeah. thought about that.
1: Maybe. But, yeah, but that's, that's uh, the only one that makes sense to me. I yeah,
2: because uh, we didn't mention how unusual it was that uh, there was all those explosions, and Charlie was super chill. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. He was just like, oh, exploded with the the other in there? Oh, I'm cool with yeah. that then.
0: And Locke was in there too, but he didn't, I don't think he cared. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, nobody cares for that. Yeah. yeah poor Locke. But him and Locke have been having beef for unknown reasons. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's right corner when um, Anna Lucia shows up at the beginning of the episode. She runs out of the jungle and says, where's Jack? Which um, I don't think we've seen a lot of, but as we keep going earlier and earlier into the show, we're going to see people running out of the jungle saying, where's Jack, a lot.
1: Uh, Are you going to make a super cut of that? I should. (laughs) There's there's another show that happened after Lost that uh, features... People uh,
2: running out of the jungle going, where's Jack? <laughs> it's similar.
1: There was, a, there was a TV show that came out. It was about aliens invading or Ooh. something. And it had um, the actress that played Juliet Burke on oh, this show. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was... I forget what it was called.
0: Not them. It was one of those... Nah. It's
1: like they or something. Yeah. But, but then like, uh, there's multiple iterations in that show that were... It's it's Juliet Burke saying, where's Jack? I need <laughs> to find Jack. Multiple times. Because like right after... Uh, after Lost had ended there was this like, small void for this new thing that people were craving which is you know mystery box shows yeah. and they had so many mystery box shows that popped up including that one which like lasted a season and then it's ratings tanked because you know, the story was kind of bad and they, they <laughs> took all the worst parts of Lost and tried to do a show <laughs> like the Where's Jack thing kept popping up in that other show yeah. too I can't remember
0: what it is Was like, it V? Yes, it was V It was V, v. It yeah. was v.
2: I don't even remember her in that show. All I remember is Morena Backer. Yeah. She,
0: yes. It's hard to remember other women when she's around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> that lady is unearthly beauty. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she is gorgeous. Like uh, I've seen her I remember watching her in Homeland and she is just she's like she's a like she plays a mom in Homeland. I'm like yeah. all right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. What's kind of funny, or not, maybe not funny, it's just this coincidence in my head, on the show V, There was the uh, younger actress uh, who was playing one of the main characters, this blonde girl. Hmm. Uh, She was Supergirl on Smallville, if I recall correctly. And in Homeland, the girl that plays Supergirl on the CW show, uh, she was in one episode of Homeland. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not as cool as the whole, like the american voice actor for superman is also
1: sephiroth yeah.
2: <laughs> like that's that's a much more interesting piece of trivia i,
1: I always trip out that mark hamill is the joker because he does such a good animated joker yeah. like mm-hmm. like i I've, i think i've i'm more familiar with that joker from my childhood than any other iteration mm. of
0: animated jokers that they've had over the years no, had- i
2: mean like was there any other animated one that
0: ran yeah. as long? I don't well, think so. How many other Batman cartoons have you watched?
1: Well, there's like there's like a billion, right? But nothing that I don't yeah. think has the run of of that original 90s one. Because like, they did like The Bold and the Beautiful or something like that, right? Brave, and the, the Brave and the Bold. The Bold and yeah. the Beautiful is so uh, popular. <laughs> that's so popular. <a>, <laughs> <a sober. laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that correction. It shows you I don't know jack about uh Batman's about <laughs> iterations.
2: But yeah, Brave and the Bold only lasted three seasons, I believe. Mm. Mm. Uh, there was also the Batman, oh, which yeah. is the one that had the theme song "By the Edge" from YouTube. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, it, it was not that good.
1: I, I heard. Um, uh, oh, I can't. I want to say that was two seasons. Oh, okay. There was um, the one of the recent DC animated movies uh, it was a Batman movie. I think it might have been um, uh, the
2: Ninja Batman one.
1: No, it might have been the the Red Hood one or something. Under but the Red Hood. Might have mm-hmm. been the one after that because they they do like a. They had a Joker that was, uh, it was done by the voice of, um,
0: oh, I can't remember the actor Michael name. Emerson did it in one of them, right? What? I really? I'm pretty sure. As Joker? Yeah.
1: Oh, neat. I was thinking about the guy that does Bender have. and then Jake the Dog on Adventure Time. Mm. Oh, no, uh, DiMaggio? DiMaggio, John DiMaggio, yeah. That guy did a, did a, did a.
2: I think that that Joker. was uh, the killing joke that he did uh, the Joker's voice. Oh, okay. No, hmm. the killing joke was Mark Hamill. Because oh. I remember they brought back Hamill for that.
1: Oh, okay. I think this was the one. I think this might have been the one where he killed Todd. Um, yeah, and...
2: DiMaggio was uh, the Joker in Under the Red Hood. Oh, okay. Uh... But Under the Red Hood came out, like, I want to say, in, like, seven or eight years ago.
1: Damn, in... yeah. I still like Under the Red Hood. That was one of my favorite uh, Batman DC animated movies that they've done recently. It was a
2: long time ago, and uh, it was before the, the, the DC animated uh, producers were beholden to try and update things for the new 52 Oh, uh, when they were able to adapt classic DC stories without trying to make sure that it featured the same cast that you could buy in a monthly comic mm-hmm. oh. like they were just like oh here's a good story now it's just like, uh, hey, you remember that uh, critically acclaimed story, The Judas Contract from 1984? Well, we're going to retell it for you, but we're going to use all the cast of the people that you can see in the Teen Titans comic right now, <laughs> not the people from 1984. <laughs> oh, Why? Because fuck you.
0: you got to sell them comics. Yeah, sell except those. that they're really not yeah. selling them. we got uh, to sell these Starfire dolls. Uh, but batman the dark knight returns had michael emerson playing the joker oh okay oh
1: cool all right oh man all right michael emerson yeah he's i like yeah dark
2: knight returns out that's a classic batman story
1: um this is not batman (laughs) i know we're kind of (laughs) going over here but like uh, what i really liked was uh flashpoint paradox that was like one of my Uh favorites too that's kind of like what six five six years maybe
2: yeah, it's a, it's from a while ago. And that was the one after that, uh, all of the movies were not as good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Because uh, that was the one where they created the new 52 universe spinning out of that.
1: I see. I see. Yeah, I started noticing, like, even, like, the ninja one di- uh, didn't appeal to me that the much. The
2: ninja one's complete standalone. Like, hey, Batman's like a ninja, right? What if we <laughs> just make, like, Batman and ninjas and everyone's a ninja? <laughs> that'd be cool
1: right because ninjas are cool yeah. it's like i got a guy that can do character designs like that let's do this rake <laughs> in some money after making some uh you know some some 3d printed batman ninjas and uh, we got this we got this
2: Yeah, i wonder if they still sell like all of those uh action figures where it's like you have regular batman and you have like arctic assault batman oh yeah and uh helicopter arctic patrol <laughs> batman or <Yeah>. whatever <laughs> Like, that would be a good reason to make the Batman Ninja cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Batman with slightly Japanese armor. <laughs> yeah, I
0: would I would watch that. I would totally watch that.
2: Yeah. Joker with a, a Oni mask. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, one last Easter egg I want to get to uh, before we close out. Um, the uh, sort of one of the soldiers that was in charge and kind of recruits Saeed to do this whole thing. He's got the scar on his nose. It's, it. It's hard to see In in one scene you can see his name tape, it says Austin on it. And then he also shows a picture of a little girl to Said saying, Oh, this is my daughter. Oh, oh. Is that Kate's dad? I guess so. He's got a picture of a young Kate and oh. the same last name. I saw the <laughs> picture
1: and I didn't see the, the name the, yeah, that's the hard name to see. display. I see. Oh shit, okay. Interesting. Very, very yeah. interesting. All right. Well, um next week's episode is gonna be entitled The Long Con.
0: Hmm
2: con so it either has to be Locke and his dad or sawyer ah nice. based on the fact that we got a b plot from sawyer this week i'm guessing it's going to be a Locke and his dad episode
1: okay okay perfect um and i guess before we close out the rest of the episode what have you guys been getting lost in
2: uh i uh recently downloaded uh borderlands uh the handsome collection mm. <laughs> which i already owned on disc But I couldn't find it. And now it's free on uh, PlayStation if you're a PlayStation Plus member. So I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm just going to download this. And uh, on Sunday, I want to say, they released a new DLC for it. uh, Which I have not gotten to because I need to actually play a character (laughs) for a long enough amount of time to level it up. Uh, so that I don't just immediately die in <laughs> yeah. the new DLC, which is what happened when I went there. Damn, I see. But uh, there's actually an option to just start a new character at level 30. Yes. Uh, which uh, I did not want to do because I'm like, I feel like maybe I can get up past level 30 if I go through the entire game and do every other DLC first. Mm. Because uh, I want to hit that 80 level cap. And then cash in oh, some yeah. uh, uh, keys, and then not buy Borderlands Three because I have <laughs> uh, some serious issues with the CEO of Gearbox.
1: Yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, I remember you mentioning. All right, so oh, the Handsome Collection, uh, I gotta check that out.
2: Yeah, I mean, like if you have PS Plus, it's free. Nice, yeah. nice. That's Borderlands Two and Borderlands a sequel with all the DLC. Damn.
1: Okay. All right, I'm, I'm in it. I'm I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You
2: can start downloading it tonight and then play on Wednesday.
1: I, like <laughs> this is this is actually the the beginning conversation to my long road to like being addicted to Borderlands. Like, why
0: isn't AJ showing up
1: for the recordings anymore? I don't know. He's just singing in his underwear. With Cheeto dust. I think on his it's chest. the
0: only game I was playing on the PlayStation for like two years. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. fun game. Yeah,
1: yeah. See, I, I it doesn't get old. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not too familiar with the series, but if it's free, shit, I'll jump into yeah. it. I'll get involved.
2: There's also uh, the other free game this month for. Uh, playstation plus is sonic mania mm. okay i don't know what's in there all
1: right well um i don't know if i've been getting lost in this but kind of sort of i well the thing for me i'm getting lost in this week is the new keanu-sons yeah i don't know if everybody's <laughs> talking about this but this is silly keanu reeves is like this is like his year 2019 he's actually doing really well like oh. he's got john wick in the theaters which is like killing it i think he's Making a bunch of money still. Mm-hmm. I think he's featured in uh, the new Cyberpunk 2070, 2077 game. Um, mm-hmm. And he's also... He's, uh, he had like a little bit part in that, that romantic comedy on Netflix. Uh, always be my maybe. Like, homeboy is doing mm-hmm. stuff this year. He's also even uh, in Toy Story 4 as one of the, the toy characters. Like mm-hmm. yeah. He's having a great-ass year.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. And uh, they're finally starting work on Bill & Ted 3. Fuck! Yes. I'm so
1: into <laughs> it. I'm into it. I'm about that. I like Bogus Journey.
0: Yeah, that's, that's another one where I've seen the sequel 50 times for every one time i've seen the original yeah. really
2: probably I mean, 50, I feel, but a lot i feel like i've only seen bogus journey the time i went to watch it in theaters damn
1: wow. i remember seeing the first one a handful of times and then um like back back when uh back in the 90s they used to have these fucking books that you could buy off of scholastic <laughs> so it was like i saw the first movie and then like uh, i had like you know when you're in elementary they let you buy books and i had bought uh Bill and Tech's b- bonus- bonus bogus journey Boone uh Ted's the,
2: bonus journey Burn- <laughs> the dlc
1: <laughs> it's like it was great because like uh i remember reading it and it was just like i was like i read the first three pages and i was like oh fuck this i'm, I'm gonna wait for the movie to come out <laughs> and then i never saw the movie until it was like on video and then i loved it
2: did you watch mm-hmm. john
1: wick 3 by the way i, I haven't seen it yet it's i want to watch it yeah yeah was it a para, parabellum of time or something parabellum oh parabellum what yeah i want to mm. watch it um How's uh Manzoukas in that one?
2: Everyone in the movie's good.
1: Yeah? Yeah, dude, dude.
2: Uh my favorite uh my favorite guy in the movie though is uh oh, shit, what the fuck's his name? Was he American chairman chairman of uh, Iron Chef?
1: Oh, yeah, we've talked about this. Um I know who you're talking about, I can't remember his name. Oh uh,
2: god, that's gonna bother me. <laughs> uh but he he's in the movie, he's a primary antagonist.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Is it Shang Tsung things. from
2: Mortal Kombat? No, it's not Terry Gurney. Okay. <laughs> it's the guy from uh, Only the Strong. Yes. Yeah. He's got like a Greek sounding name. Uh. Uh, Mark
0: DeCoscos.
1: Oh, shit. Okay, he found <laughs> it before I could stop typing into things.
0: Okay. Cool. Oh. Well, I'm getting lost in uh, home buying. So uh, I'll be a homeowner soon. And in the next few episodes, you might hear the, the quality of our show uh the sound quality change hopefully for the better because <laughs> we'll be for in a worst. different room yeah
1: <laughs>
0: we're gonna have to get used to that room
1: sound yeah and that'll be fun and that'll be fun for our listeners too yeah so thank you so
0: much for listening everybody yeah stick with us and hear what my new home <laughs> sounds like
2: <laughs> if uh, your offer gets accepted are, are you guys moving in like immediately
0: no it's a 30 to 45 day closing before okay. we can do anything i see okay well
1: all right, so keep on the lookout for that, everybody. Yeah, but yeah that's exciting. That's uh, that's 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 gonna be. Yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome that uh, you can afford to get a home.
0: <laughs> In white, yeah. yeah, I can't do that. It's <laughs> that VA loan. That's why. <laughs> nice. Oh, no, I yeah. mean, like
2: that's what happened when you when uh, you served our country. Yeah.
0: yeah, brother. Damn. Like you did
2: stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: You know how I spent I my twenty. my 20s? commanding
1: officer. Too sad. <laughs> Uh, it's just it's yeah. just you walking out of a room with a pliers <laughs> a bloody rusted pliers. and
0: we get that zero down home
1: <laughs> it's like uh it's 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 the same thing but instead of you watching a sarin gas video <laughs> they showed you like uh the wonderful homes like yeah. that are part of waikiki and <laughs> Oilili, or uh wainai wherever you're at yeah. you don't have to be anywhere specific
2: there there are some beautiful homes out in yeah. wainai oh
1: yeah i just don't
2: want to live in wainai <laughs>
1: It's uh, the for this, it'll be crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listeners listen to the show, if if you're not familiar with YNI, Google it, and then immediately purell. I you know I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna down <laughs> it, our YNI folk. You know Wineye is great. Yeah, yeah,
2: if if you are not familiar with YNI, uh, it is the community that gave the world Max Holloway or Max Blessed Holloway. So yeah, someone who's really really good at fighting <laughs> came <laughs> from there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna talk shit. Yeah, YNI is great.
2: That's just how I'm going to leave it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Real good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. At what pro pod. Yeah, on all of the social medias. And we'll see you guys next week. That's another episode in the can. You know what to do.
1: Get lost.